Dots. I'm Dr. Latifah. I'm the host of the Money Fit MD podcast. This is where we help badass women physicians just like you learn simple and effective tools to build wealth from the inside out. That way we can create wealth and bigger impact without all the burnout. Enjoy the episode. Hey guys, welcome to another episode with me. How are you guys doing? I hope you're doing well. Um, I have an amazing episode for you guys today. If you're someone that's alive in 2023, or whenever you listen to this, really, and you feel like the economy is maybe a little bit stiff, or you're feeling just a little bit more constrained than before, this episode is one that is for you. For those of you guys that I haven't met, welcome to my world. I'm Dr. Latifat. I'm a physician, mama of three, and also the founder of MoneyFitMD, which is a platform that is committed to helping physicians build wealth from the inside out. I have the honor of building this community that has been honestly the most amazing community I could have ever asked for. Our members are fantastic. We teach them through the Money School, which is our 12-month container, where people come in that are committed to building their wealth. And I cannot say enough good things about the women that are in my community. It's literally, literally a dream come true. So if you're a woman physician that wants to have success, if you're a woman physician that wants to build wealth, if you're a woman physician that wants to go from just earning only to actually creating your own rich life, then just know that we have a community for you. And if you're ready, then be sure to check us out, moneyfitmd.com, and schedule a call to learn more about how we can help you build your financial future. So back to today's episode. All right, if you're new to my world, or actually if you've been around my world, you know that we're in the middle of a sabbatical as a family, which is we've been traveling for the last, I don't know, nine months or so. It's been amazing. We've been in 16 countries and I'm currently recording this in Singapore, which I'm super duper excited about. I have had my eyes on Asia forever and we are doing Southeast Asia on this lap of our journey. And I mean, I have a video of my kids literally dancing at the airport when we landed here because they cannot wait to like eat their way through Southeast Asia. I have an extra 10 pounds that's labeled just for Southeast Asia and I cannot wait to like (laughs) pack it all up. So I'm super, super excited about this. But I have to say that after traveling pretty much across the world now, I've had the pleasure of speaking with people that are both local and also like travelers. And one thing that I've been hearing consistently across the world is really this feeling that people are having of like this contracted economy. You know, if you're thinking about recession, there's a lot of debates about whether we're really in a recession or not. So I'm not going to comment about that. But what I can say, though, is that many people feel constrained, feel contracted a little bit. And part of the reason why is we know that inflation is high across the world. And so what maybe like $1,000 could buy before is not really what $1,000 is anymore right now. I've heard this in like Africa, Asia, Europe, South America, like North America, pretty much everywhere that I talk to people 
this has been the experience. So one of the things that I wanted to talk to you guys about is number one is acknowledge the fact that if you're feeling some sort of way about the economy and just feeling a little bit tighter than before, you're not alone. You're definitely not alone. But as you know, one of my goals is to make sure that I'm equipping us, not just for today, but also for tomorrow. And part of my work is really to decrease the disparities that exist when it comes to money. And what that means is like when we fast forward to the future, six months from now, a year from now, two months from now, three months from now, I want to make sure that we're not coming up like behind again as physicians. I want to make sure that the same forces that may have contributed to disparities in the past, it's is not actually still working on us and acting up, acting in our lives right now. And the way that we have to do that is by being intentional about where our money is going, what we're spending on versus what we're cutting out cutting out on. So today's episode is going to be talking about the three things that I believe that you should be cutting down on and you should you definitely should be thinking about cutting down on especially during this time. And the reason why this is important is as much as I want us earning more and more, it's also important for us to just be a, you know empowered and good effective stewards of the gifts that we've been given. So today's episode is really about that. I want to share the things that I believe that astute, badass bosses like you and I should be doing and cutting down on when it comes to this contracted economy. There's a part B to this. So if you're listening to this, I want you to make sure that you're listening to the follow-up one, which is what to do, like what to be spending more on during a contracted economy. Because again, the reason why you're cutting down on something is so that you can spend more on other things. But I want to make sure that we're doing that in the right places. Because if you're cutting down in the wrong places, it's going to cost you in the future. However, if you're cutting down in the right places, then it's going to be a value to you in future. And my use of the word right or wrong, it's not like there's a law somewhere. No, it's a matter of like efficient, effective, empowering, productive. Those are some of those synonyms that I would use for the word right in this instant. And wrong would be the opposite of all those things that I talked about. Does that make sense? All right, fantastic. So what are three things that I believe that we should be cutting down on. That means you and I should be cutting down on in this economy and whatever economy in the future that feels contracted. And contracted economy may mean like the world. Contracted economy could mean like your own personal finance where things are changing. Maybe your source of income is down transiently or you want to increase spending in other areas, but you want to cut down on certain areas. So this episode is for you. Are you guys with me? I hope you said yes. <laughs> You're like, let's see if I cannot hear me. I can. We can hear each other. Can you, you can hear me? I can hear you, right? <laughs> I know. I'm hallucinating a little bit. So the first thing that I want you to think about cutting out down on, and actually not just think about, but like intentional about cutting down on these liabilities. Okay. So you've heard me talk about assets and liabilities forever, but what do I mean by liabilities? Liabilities are things that you spend on that are typically commodities or things that decreases in value over time. Okay. So again, these are commodities or things that decrease in value over time, meaning that if I buy it now and in six months or 12 months from now, if I look at the value, it's going to be diminished. It's going to be less than what I paid for it for now. Those are things to cut down on. And a lot of times when I talk about cutting down on stuff, sometimes we act cute. <laughs> sometimes y'all be acting cute when it comes to cutting down on things. I'm not talking about cute cutting down. I'm talking about slash. <laughs> yeah, I'm talking about slashing. I'm talking about like 
looking for what those liabilities are, the way that a pathologist will look for one single strand of abnormal oriented cell on a slide. Y'all know how pathologies are. They don't play around, right? So that's what I mean. I want you to look like, in fact, when you look at your finances and you're looking for like the things that I want you to slash and you're like, but I can't find anything. I want you to think I can't find anything yet and take an even closer look and say, it must be there. Let's see if I said it's there. And I can tell you this for a fact, guys. When I've had these conversations with women, even women that are inside of my money school, it is not rare for people to look the first time and go, I cannot find anything. But I'm like, trust me, if I come right now and I take a look, I'm about to find those things for you. And what happens is the more intentional people are, the more they actually find that. And I find people you know, that are finding like 500s, thousands, two thousands of dollars in things that is actually liabilities that may have been good ideas at some point. But right now, when they look at their current going into their future is not what is going to serve them to create what they want to create. So for you, what is that thing? What are those things? It is time to slash, slash, slash. And remember, we're not just slashing for the heck of it. Well, maybe we're having a little fun <laughs> with a slashing. But the reason why is when you slash from things that is actually not helpful, you can actually build into things that's helpful. And in a contracted economy, again, whether that's global, local, or personal, this is going to be super duper important. So number one is what are things that are decreasing in value that you're spending on that you need to cut, cut, cut. Yes, Amazon is going to be one of those. Target, Walmart, like what is your place or drug of choice? I'm looking at those, right? Costco, y'all be buying plates over and over and over again. Like y'all don't have enough plates already. You got enough plates, you got enough ceramic, and I know I'm talking to myself. We got enough like fancy glass stuff to decorate and fancy stuff for like serving guests. Y'all not even inviting friends around. And still you keep buying all those fancy things from Costco that look great for entertaining people. Yeah, that was me, right? But we're slashing all that out. I have a feeling that Costco misses me while I'm traveling. They probably don't even know I exist, but I like the thought of thinking Costco misses me and yeah. <laughs> ah, thanks for making me laugh. Okay. Number two thing that you need to like slash, slash, slash is unused or unnecessary subscriptions. What do I mean by that? What are the subscriptions, whether it's like internet, you know, cable, whatever, like what are those recurrent expenses that you're paying for that is not necessary for your current and future? You can do without or you actually haven't used them. I know I keep talking about gym membership because I know people do that a lot for gym membership. They don't use them. I mean, I'm a huge fan of exercising. Yes, please exercise. Go running around. Your cardiovascular health is important. And I believe those are assets. But if you're paying for it and you're not using it, then it's time for you to cut slack slash, 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 unnecessary unused subscriptions. Maybe you have like Audible. Maybe you have like, I mean, I love Audible. I'm a huge reader and proponent of reading, but look at what you've done in the last three to six months. If you're not using it, maybe it's time to take a break from it. There are other options. You could do things like Libby Library, that is free. I mean, I use Libby Library to get some books that are available on there. I still keep my Audible and my Kindle because I really do use them, right? But if you're not using them, then maybe it's time for you to get rid of it. What else are you paying for? Kids activities are a huge one. What are you paying for that's unused 
or unnecessary subscriptions. And maybe they're all they're necessary subscriptions, but the amount that you're paying on there is higher than the value that you're getting. And I know I keep rehashing this because what I find is that people tell me very, very frequently that they're making multiple six figures. However, they're not feeling the richness that they think or expect that they should be making from there. And the reason why is not just because it's not because they're pouring money down the drain, but literally because they are spending on on subconsciously or they're spending unintentionally. By the way, side note, my kid literally just came in and just dropped like a jar of a snack that we bought in Nigeria. I'm like, you just started on that jar. Like, how did you finish that in like literally 10 minutes? I hope they poured it like in another jar <laughs> or something. But I'm that's something I'm going to deal with when I'm done talking to y'all. But literally, they just that jar just appeared empty in front of me at the corner of my eye right now. So I'm about, I'm going to deal with that <laughs> a little bit. And then number three thing that I believe that we need to cut down on is new high interest debt, okay? And specifically, the reason why I say high interest, it's what you're paying on the interest. And I'm a huge fan of, you know, investing and paying down debt, right? I'm a huge fan of that. I'm not one of those people that think that debt is, but I think debt, when used wisely, can be a good source of leverage. But the thing is this, if you're not paying down your debt, the the option or the alternative is that you are paying and buying assets, right? But when we're looking at the current interest rate that exists right now, and if we look at a lot of the investments that exist right now, it is taking some more prudence and more intentionality to be able to find high interest generating investments. It is not impossible, right? But you have to look more intently. It's not like say a year and a half or whatever ago when you could literally close your eyes and just like throw a dart and you find like a good investment. Like now you have to look intentionally because if you think about the fact that like the economy is affecting humans, there are people losing their jobs. Yes, even physicians are losing jobs. Like nurses are losing jobs. Healthcare workers are losing jobs, right? And if you think about even things like real estate investment, those people, those rents are being paid by humans with jobs, right? Or sources of income. And so if you imagine that their sources of income is affected, that means that the amount that that business, that investment could be getting in for you as an active or passive investor, maybe momentarily or transiently lowered, right? So in order to find new investments that are making you like 10% and higher, you have to be really, really intentional. And it's not just about like pure luck or whatever but you have to be able to find the right people that are desperate enough to sell to give you a haircut so that you can make sure and a haircut is like a, you know, like a cut in value, like you're buying it at a deal, at a steal, that sort of thing, um, in order for the numbers to make sense, right? So if you are borrowing money, you want to make sure that it's worth it for you. So trying to cut down on high interest, especially new debt, is going to be super duper important because if you're doing that, then what you're doing essentially is like you're going to be paying more on interest if you're not cutting down on high interest debt, especially new debt. And all that goes to the same things that I've talked about with the point one and the point two and now point three of being more prudent and being empowered and being resourceful and being honestly a good steward of the resources that you're given. And then I have a fourth one, which is more of a bonus. And this one is just as important as the others, but it's not specific towards money. But it is that you, you have 
<laughs> and I'm trying to combine like you have and it's important. I'm like making it into a new word, but you have and it's super duper important for you to cut down on mental garbage. Cut down on mental garbage. Like, yes, I know that the news is important. I know that you like being on social media, but I want you to not be intentional about things that are pouring into your life that's not helping build up your life right? Whether that's like the news, whether that's like someone's on social media. And if I'm that person that's dipping into your bucket and preventing you from having a clear focused mind, unsubscribe, unsubscribe. Like this is time for us to like feel our buckets, not dip our buckets. Like this is a time for us to like spend our energy on things that build our mindset, not things that makes us feel more uncertain, less secure, and just feels like the world is crashing around us. Because whether you believe that's the truth or not, like how does that reminding yourself of that every single time, how does that help your mental health? And remember, if your mental health is not well, it is hard for you to feel wealthy. It's hard for you to enjoy the richness of life. It's hard for you to focus on investing. It's hard for you to decrease unintended overspending. So yes, this is a bonus, but honestly, it is just as important and maybe more important than every one of them. Like I literally, guys, was, I went somewhere a couple of days ago and the news was on and that was my first time in a long time listening to like television news because I had to cut all that out because it was not helping me. It was actually making me feel more like a victim in my own life than like a boss in my life. It was making me feel more disempowered than empowered. It was making me feel less helpful and more needy, which is not helpful for anybody, right? So I just want us to make sure that we're really, really intentional about those things because if you cut down and cut out things that are not helpful, then you'd be left with things that are more more helpful, right? You don't have to spend so much time like guiding, guiding, guiding because you've just like cut it out, right? There's a lot of stuff in this world that can literally like take you from being joyful to not joyful, can take you from being actually helpful to not helpful, can take you from like empowered to disempowered. And now what help is that? Yes, it is a privilege to be able to be in that space. And it's okay for you to use that privilege in the season if you feel like it's going to be of importance and value to you. So if you are needing permission to cut down on liabilities, to cut down on things that are unhelpful or unused subscription, on things that are new high interest debt, on mental garbage, this is the permission that you need. And I would be really, really curious to hear like how this is going for you, what you've cut down. And again, if you listen to the subsequent episode that we're going to release after this, then you also know the things that I want you to use all the money that you're saving from here to spend on. So that again, in one year, three years, five years from now, you come up on top. I love you guys. It's been a pleasure. And by the way, if you're yet to download our guide on how to find your money leaks, I want you to go find me on Instagram. I'm Dr. Latifah Akintade. Send me a message on Instagram and I want you to access our free resource, which is how to find your money leaks. I have a step-by-step plan for you so I can go through all of this and make sure that you're finding your money where it's going. You're taking the money and building up your cash so that you can hypercharge your cash reserve, which means more money to build wealth in the right way. I love you guys. If you've enjoyed this episode, don't forget to share it with two physicians in your life that could benefit from growing their wealth. I love you. I'll talk to you soon. Bye-bye.
If you have loved this episode, I would love it if you can head over to iTunes and leave us a review. It helps us get this content to more women physicians. This is a money revolution, and I'm so glad that you're part of it. Thank you for listening. Thank you.